Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Tuesday to you. Thanks for joining us again, and let's dive right into Amos. So we've done Hosea, Joel, and now we're in the minor prophet of Amos. And I love how this book starts off because, remember, Amos is just a normal guy. I mean, it even says in verse 1, The word of Amos, who was among the shepherds of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Joash. He's he's just a normal guy, man. Like He's just a shepherd who God calls to speak against the injustices that's happening amongst the people of Israel. They're being covenant, unfaithful partners to God. God saved them. He said, hey, this is how you're supposed to live as my people. And they're not living that way. And so Amos, this just normal guy, right? This shepherd, just you would never think it would be him. God calls him to use him to speak to the people. And I love how he starts off in chapter one, but because in chapter one, he starts off addressing all these surrounding nations of Israel. Uh, So I hope you read this on your own because it's it's a lot to read because today we're actually going to cover chapters one and two. So I hope you read these on your own. But but in chapters 1, he attacks Damascus in verses 3 through 5. He attacks Gaza in verses 6 through 8. He attacks Tyree in verses 9 through 10. He attacks Edom in verse 11 through 12. He attacks the Ammonites in verses 13 through 15. And then in chapter 2, he attacks Moab in uh, verses 1 through 3. And so he's going through these other nations, nation by nation by nation, and basically saying the Lord is going to judge them. It kind of starts off every sentence like this. For three transgressions of Damascus and for four, I will not revoke punishment. You you keep seeing that phrase, I will not revoke punishment. Because of the evil of other nations, God is going to act. God God is going to judge them. And now if you're an Israelite, you got to think about this, right? you're kind of loving this, right? I mean, you're kind of loving it because basically you're looking at the nations around you here in Amos preach this and you're kind of enjoying this because all the other nations around you are like punching bags for God right now. You're like, yeah, God's going to get them and then God's going to get them. And you're thinking that you are safe and that God's just picking on other nations. And then it's going to turn and be like, but for my people, Israel, I love them, right? Because God's a God who deals with the enemies of his people and all those things. But then you get to when God addresses Judah and addresses Israel. Remember, the two kingdoms have split at this point. We probably need to do a podcast on that at some point. But the two kingdoms have split. It's Judah and Israel. And Amos literally starts addressing them in chapter 2, verse 4, all the way to chapter 2, verse 16. So so literally 12 plus verses against the people of Israel and every other nation is only getting like two or three sentences and that's it. So so the people of Israel get almost more condemnation on them and more judgment against them than all the other nations combined. I hope you'll read chapters one and two today because what does that teach us? Well, Well, what it teaches us is this, is that God holds his people to a higher level of accountability than those who are not his people. That God holds his people to a standard. I mean, he literally says in uh, chapter 2, verse 10, he says, Also, it was I who brought you up out of the land of Egypt and led you for 40 years in the wilderness. God is saying, you're my people that I saved, that I provided for, that I led out of Egypt, that I led out of bondage. And because of that, God holds his people to a different standard than he holds other people. And so so he's telling the people of Israel, look, I'm going to deal with the other nations. Absolutely. I'm going to deal with them. But, but you're my people and I will hold you to the standard by which I have set. I think it's a good reminder for us today that God cares about how you and I live. 
God cares about how we live. You say, Justin, are we saved by works? No, because Ephesians chapter two says it is by grace that we've been saved through faith, not of works so that no one could boast. But I love it how in all of the gospels and in all of the epistles, the, the all of the New Testament, it, it echoes this idea of saved by grace. But as James chapter two would say, you know, faith without works is dead, right? That you and I should be caring for our neighbor. We, we should be reaching out to those in need. We should be the voice of the oppressed. We should be all of these things that God cares about how you live. And as his child, as a child of God, a good father is going to hold his children accountable. A good father who is good is not going to let his children get away with injustice and get away with wrongdoing. And so God will hold his children accountable more so than he'll hold people accountable who are not his children. And so I think it's just something to be reminded of today and think about, okay, look at the word. Look at The word says to be doers of the word and not hearers. Am I as a child of God living out the word of God in my life, understanding that as a child of God, Man, I'm going to be held accountable for how I act and how I live out. And so that's kind of what the first two chapters of Amos teach us. And so come out tomorrow as we continue to walk through it. Can't wait to see you tomorrow night as we continue to walk through the gospel of Mark. So excited to get that rolling tomorrow. And I can't wait to worship with you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 930, and 11 o'clock and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.